Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. When I was a child, my father used to take a few business trips a year. He traveled all around the country to different places for his job. And like any child, I didn't really like when my father was gone because, well, one, I missed him being at home. And two, I really missed when he would not be there for maybe a soccer game or a band performance. But my father, like most other parents, had a little trick that he used to kind of soften the blow for when he returned. It's a trick that now as a parent myself, I kind of understand why they might use them. And maybe you've used it yourself. When he came back from his trips, he would bring me something. Because he figured if he brought me something back from his trip, it'd make it a little bit better. And my father got into this routine. He always brought back the same kind of thing every time. It was always a pen, just a simple writing utensil, except it was always some very unique and specially shaped pen. I remember one time the pen he brought me was literally a foot long, 12-inch long pen to write with. One time he brought me a pen that was shaped exactly like a lizard because he went somewhere near a desert. And then there was this one time where he brought me a pen which was a very small handheld version of the game Bop It. But after a while, like any other reasonably smart child, I caught on. I figured dad was coming back and before he came in that door and really had a chance to even set his bags down, I would say, dad, dad, what'd you bring me? What'd you bring me this time, dad? What did you bring me? It wasn't really the most patient nor the most polite way to respond to my father. But it's a question that I want us to use today as we consider and meditate on God's holy word for us. Because today, God's word for our meditation is from our gospel lesson, the gospel according to Matthew chapter 10. And the question that I ask us to consider today is what do you bring me? Specifically us asking Jesus, Jesus, what do you bring us as followers, as believers, as those who trust in Jesus? What does Jesus bring us? If you ask most Christians, what does Jesus bring them? They would say peace. Because if you go all the way back to one of the very first stories of Jesus being here in the flesh on this earth, you hear the words that the angel said when he was born. The angel said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he's pleased. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Peace to earth because Jesus was born. Because Jesus came into this earth. Because Jesus was present. Just being present, he brought peace. And then you go a little bit further in scripture, a little bit later on in Jesus' life. And you hear a story in which Jesus was talking with his disciples. And he was talking with his disciples, preparing them for when he would no longer be with them in the flesh. And he told them that he would give them his Holy Spirit. But he also said these words to them, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Peace I leave with you. Jesus gave them his peace, his peace, which was the only peace that could calm their troubled hearts. The peace which is different than the peace that the world tries to offer. His peace, which is far above all else. And then you go a little bit further on in Jesus' life to the story of the disciples in a locked room. Just days after his resurrection, the disciples were in this locked room for fear of the other people in the area. And yet despite how locked those doors were, Jesus appeared to them. And Jesus said these words, 
peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Peace be with you. Jesus spoke and it happened. He said, peace be with you, and it was with them. His peace he granted to them simply by speaking over and over and over again in scriptures. We hear about how Jesus brings peace. Jesus brought peace to his believers, to his disciples, to his followers. His peace which calmed the troubled hearts. His peace which strengthened the believers. His peace which encouraged the believers to keep going. And his peace, which does the very same thing for you and me today. His peace, which you will depart from his his holy table with today. After receiving his very body and blood, you will depart in his peace. So if you were to ask the question, what does Jesus bring you? Peace. Except in reading our gospel lesson, God's holy word for our meditation, it doesn't exactly sound like Jesus brings peace. Because these are, again, the words that Jesus said for us today. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Now, before you think that for the last few minutes I've just been completely contradicting Scripture and Jesus' own words, we need to make a distinction here. We need to look a little bit deeper into Jesus' words, the words that were written originally in the Greek language. So if we look a little deeper into the Greek language and the Greek grammar of this sentence, of these words from Jesus, we can kind of rework them into our English language to maybe sound a little bit more like this. Do not think that I came only to bring peace, but also the sword. The sword being division, being struggle and strife and conflict. Much like I saw in the movie that that I watched recently with our high school youth, God's Not Dead 2. It's a movie in which there's this particular scene that is just gut-wrenching to watch. Because there's this young man, a young man who's in college and who just recently discovered the Holy Scriptures. Just recently heard about Jesus and was reading God's word. And this young man was on fire. He was truly on fire for Jesus. But in the scene I tell about today, he wasn't exactly on fire and lit up with eyes all that bright that day. Instead, in that scene, his eyes had tears slowly streaming down them. Because he stood before his father. His father who stood there right before him in a very formal suit with only fixed facial features and no emotion in his voice whatsoever. And only with one message for his son. Give up all this Jesus stuff. Give up this faith. Give up this God who you think exists. And he had an even further message to give to his young son. He said either give up this stuff about God or give up being my son. If you don't stop believing in God, you no longer are my son. And the young man simply stood there with tears coming down his face as then he watched his father walk away as the division was clear between father and son. The division that was brought between them because of faith or lack thereof between those two, between that family, between father and son, division because of Jesus. Much like we see in the division amongst our own families today. 
The division that is very much real, not just like we see in the movies. The parents who just wish their children would want to go to church, just wish their children would want to go to the Bible study, want to talk with them about the faith. Or maybe the children on the other side of that spectrum who just wish their parents would believe, just wish their parents would have the same belief, same faith in Jesus Christ like they do. Or even the entire families that are set against each other. Mom, dad, brother, and sister, they all believe, but when they get together with the in-laws, with their aunt and uncle, it's a whole different story. Hearing those snide remarks and those sarcastic comments from them as they gather together. Because Jesus said these words in our scripture today. I have come to set man against father, daughter against mother, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Even families are set against each other because of Jesus. Because of Jesus for who he is, because of his word, because of the message that Jesus brings. Not as a purpose to divide people, but as a result for Jesus for who he is. Now, I've heard all those jokes that we've probably all heard about the in-law jokes that we have, or maybe even the sarcastic jokes a brother makes about his own sister, and we've all heard those jokes. And we've all also experienced the own trial and tribulation that we may experience in the truly broken relationships that we exist in this fallen world. But Jesus, in these words, are not calling us to hate our own family, not to have feelings of malice towards our own family, rather, but to love them. Because we are called to love everyone, even though it may be extremely difficult. But what Jesus is making clear here in his word is that we are to love him above everyone else. To love Jesus even above our own family, our family which is our own flesh and blood. Our family which is really the closest union we can have with anyone else here on this earth. And we are called to love Jesus even more than those bonds even more than those people. Because if those people tell us to follow someone else, those people try to pull us away from Jesus, we are supposed to go away from them, be the division between them to follow Jesus alone. And that division may be rather difficult. It will be painful. But I also have these words of hope and comfort to give you today. Jesus comes to bring so much more than division. Jesus also comes to bring reward. He said these words for us today as well. Whoever receives me receives him who sent me, and he will receive a righteous person's reward. And that reward is eternal salvation. That reward is eternal life with our God. Eternal life in which there is no more division, no more struggle, no more strife, no more tribulation among the people as we've experienced on this earth. There is only peace, only grace, only love. And it may be difficult because we can't always see that eternal life. We don't have that eternal life necessarily sitting right in front of our face for us to see very tangibly as we may like to see it, but it is there. It is the promise, it is the reward that you have. And so for the person who struggles day after day with the trials and tribulations of this world, know that you have great reward, that you have the peace of God with you. For the person who struggles with the division amongst your own family, know that God does desire all people to be saved. And for the person who trusts and puts their entire faith in Jesus Christ, you will have great reward. So we consider that question today. 
What does Jesus bring me? Jesus brings you peace, a peace which truly does pass all understanding. But Jesus also does bring division into this world. But above all else, Jesus brings reward, a reward of an eternity and glory and peace with him forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.